Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this segment is our full moon forecast. And so we do have a full moon coming up on April 7th, 2020. And I do want you to keep in mind that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer and I am in Austin, Texas. So the times I use will be in Central Standard Time. And in addition to that, I just want to say that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you have been doing, you've been doing your best and that is more than enough. Okay, I know that it's been very challenging and very uncertain, and I know that you are doing the absolute best that you can, and that is the best that you can do. Nothing else to do. And um, I do also want to validate that this time has been hard and scary and bizarre. You know, I don't think any of us have ever experienced anything like this. And I hope today that on this podcast, I can instill some hope and optimism because I do see some positive things coming up astrologically that I'd love to talk about today. And so we do have our full moon coming up on April 7th, 2020, around 1035 Central Standard Time. And so when the moon is full, it's receiving as much light from the sun as possible. Okay, it's as bright as it can possibly get. And the moon represents our mind and our emotions. And it's a very personal planet. The moon represents mass consciousness. Okay, it affects everybody. And so when the moon is full, there can be high energy, right? It's as full of light as it can possibly get. It's reached capacity. And so sometimes this actually may result in some frustration or some restlessness, some uneasiness. So whenever the full moon rolls around on April 7th, I do invite you to check in and see how you're feeling. What's auspicious about this full moon is that it's taking place in the sign of Virgo. And Virgo is the sign of healing. Okay, it's Ayurvedic medicine, natural remedies service to others. Virgo is very helpful. But what's even more significant is that this moon is taking place in the nakshatra of Chitra. Chitra nakshatra. And Chitra, the deity for Chitra, is is the celestial architect to the gods. And what do architects do? They rebuild, they develop, they plan they grow, right? And so, and this is going to kick off actually some other things I'm going to be talking about that will be occurring astrologically, but the full moons, new moons, they occur every month and sometimes they go unnoticed, but the moon, because it impacts us so personally, I believe that it it can often spur change and act as a trigger for change. And so this full moon happening in the nakshatra of Chitra, which represents this growth and development planning moving forward, I do see it being auspicious for everybody. And so on a personal level, I think that this full moon is a wonderful time for any creative endeavor, anything that involves development, construction, creativity. It could be an art project or a craft project. 
And it can also be reconstruction of relationship, reconstruction of how we spend our time. What we choose to fill our time with is really the greatest piece of architecture we'll ever complete in this life. And so how are you spending your time? What are you choosing to do? Is it making you happy? That's really the bigger question. And also something that I was thinking, reconstructing how we are staying healthy right now. Are you taking care of your body? Right? I I know that right now it's really difficult possibly to get the food that you're wanting. Maybe you literally can't get the food that you want or you're afraid to go get the food that you want. We're probably eating things that we wouldn't normally eat. And being inside all day, if you're choosing to stay inside all day, we're probably eating a lot more than we normally would. And sometimes that can make us not feel good. So just reevaluating that and maybe setting up a new routine and a new plan for yourself. Um, but overall, Chitra really is good for creative projects. So if you've been thinking about creating a YouTube channel or even a collage or drawing, taking a painting class online, it is a wonderful time for those things. And this moon is going to be receiving an aspect of Jupiter. And so there may be some optimism that comes in, hope for the future. Other things that I'd like to discuss is that Venus has moved into the sign of Taurus. Venus moved into Taurus on March 27th. And now what's significant about this is first, Venus is in its own sign. When Venus comes into Taurus, it's in its own sign, but it's also going to be here until August 1st. Okay, Venus doesn't retrograde very often. And sometimes when it retrogrades, it stays in a sign for four months. Okay, and so Venus is going to retrograde in May, and it will move back into the earlier degrees of Taurus and then go direct, but it will stay in the sign of Taurus until August 1st. And Venus loves being in the sign of Taurus. Venus is beauty, art, luxury, romance, love. And when it comes into the sign of Taurus, it's able to express itself fully. And so wherever Taurus is in your chart, you can check out your chart, whichever house Taurus rules, you're going to be experiencing this beauty and luxury in that house, you know? And so depending on the house, it may be something to do with art. It may even be a new love interest. You may get into a relationship. It's positive for that. Okay. So be watching out for Venus, find out where it is in your chart and see where it's going to be affecting you. Jupiter, of course, has also entered Capricorn on on March 29th, which is also very significant. And so when Mars, or excuse me, when Jupiter enters Capricorn, it is technically debilitated. But what's different about this Jupiter is that it's sitting with Saturn, and Saturn feels very comfortable in the sign of Capricorn. Okay, it's like holding down the house. So When Jupiter comes in, even though it's technically debilitated, it still feels comfortable. And for this period of time, Mars is also sitting in Capricorn. And when Mars moves into Capricorn, it's exalted. So yes, we have a debilitated Jupiter, but it's got a lot of support with these other planets. What this conjunction is good for is 
Jupiter's prosperity and its wealth and its optimism. Mars is ambition, motivation, a force to behold. And Saturn restricts it contemplates, it moves a little bit slower, it also deconstructs. It deconstructs things to create a higher purpose, okay? It shows us where we need to improve. And so when these planets come together, it can result in a great manifestation, a great rebuilding, okay? And so I believe First, on a personal level, it is a good time to complete these difficult tasks, right? If you're in school right now, oh my gosh, having to do everything online or working online when you're not used to it, it's a good time to push through and get these things done. Now, this isn't an energy, though, that we want to haphazardly venture into. It's good to have astrology because we know how powerful this configuration is, And so we can sit and we can contemplate, we can figure out where our energy should go. Okay, we should set an intention and then use this really intense energy that's going to get cultivated. If we don't practice with intention, it can result in anger, it can result in frustrations, arguments, blow-ups. So be wary if you feel anger or impatience, frustration arise, don't make any decisions right now. Wait until Mars enters out of Aquarius, okay? Don't do anything rash. Try to keep yourself nice and even keeled. Now, so we have this energy of Chitra suggesting building, rebuilding, planning construction. We have this other energy that relates to the government as well, because Capricorn is the government. And so with this um, conjunction happening in Capricorn, it's going to manifest as a great reconstruction in our government. In addition to that, we have the sun that is going to move into its exaltation point on April 14th. So, So the sun will move into Aries, and the sun represents leadership, authority, CEOs, the president. It can also be related to government because the government is a massive authority and it's going to be exalted. And so this month is going to show a lot of positivity towards change and something towards constructing a new way of being. So we have this issue and we've been analyzing it. I think that this month we're really going to become better equipped to move forward. Something else that is happening in April is that Rahu and Ketu, the karmic nodes, right, these shadow planets that cause so much chaos, they've been in or can cause chaos, I should say. They can also bring a lot of gifts, but they've been in the nakshatras of Mula, which is represented by a black hole, okay, and then Ardra, who is represented by a teardrop, ruled by Rudra, the god of the storms. These are not easy nakshatras to navigate. At the end of April, Rahu and Ketu will change nodes. Okay, so they will still be in Gemini and Sagittarius, but they will at least relieve us of that Ardra energy. Now, in September, Rahu and Ketu will move into the signs of Taurus and Scorpio, and we're going to feel a very big shift there. Okay, so that's something to be keeping an eye on. 
And so really to summarize, everything this month is about transformation, change, rebuilding, deconstructing of what was, beginning this grand reconstruction of something new. Um, And so personally, bringing it back to this personal level, and this is more Ayurvedically based, but it's something that I've been thinking about and I wanted to share with you all because maybe it will be helpful, is that I've been spending a lot of time at home and so I don't know about you, but I've, spend, I've been spending significantly more time behind a screen than I was. And in Ayurveda, there are the three doshas, vata, pitta, kapha, and vata is the wind dosha. It's light, it's crunchy, it's quick moving, it's creativity, it's flexibility. It can also create anxiety. And so technology and screen time is said to induce vata, especially excess vata in our mind. And so I've been being very mindful about screen time and trying to give myself little intervals throughout the day where I don't check the computer or my phone, maybe 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, giving yourself time to do something that isn't on the internet, you know, like maybe journaling or reading or meditating, going inside, right? Um, And then of course, so there's this vata excess that we have from the screen, so maybe trying to spend time away from that, but then there's also this excess kapha, and so kapha is the heavier dosha. It's loyal, it's sweet, it's kind, um, but it's also heavy, and when it's out of balance, it can be lackluster and unmotivated and actually depressed, and so when we are sitting inside all day, which, you know, a lot of us can't help, we can start building up excess kapha, And so something that could be helpful is utilizing the screen for, you know, something other than scrolling, which I'm completely guilty of, um, and doing like a YouTube hit workout or a yoga class or dance class even. I mean, there's endless classes on YouTube to take, but just doing something to get your body moving so that you don't have to go outside, you can stay nice and safe, but you can still start working through that excess kappa, right? And so again, I know that everybody is doing the best that they can, and I hope that these suggestions can be helpful, and hopefully you are feeling a little bit more optimistic. But um, I know a lot of you are doing great at staying optimistic and doing a lot of interesting things. For those of you that I see on Instagram, everyone seems to be doing their own interesting, fun quarantine time. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, we're all in this together. And I think that we'll continue to persevere. And so really look for those big shifts happening happening in April. And I believe also in June, we're going to see big shifts as well but we won't be seeing anything completely clear up until, you know, closer towards the end of the year. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not a super long time. Hang in there. You've got it. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.